What is up, my metal dudes? I hope you are all are having a great day. And this is our first episode of Fully Loaded Metal. And as your host today, I am Megan or Megs the Metalhead on Instagram. I would appreciate it if you hop on over to Instagram and give me a follow. And let's get into today's show. On today's episode, it is January 1st of 2020, which means 2019 is officially over. There are a lot of things that happened in metal during 2019, some of which were Jeremy Spencer, the drummer of Five Finger Death Punch, left the band because of his health issues. Motley Crue announced that they were coming out of retirement to go on a stadium tour with Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett in the Blackhearts. Ozzy Osbourne released his first single in nine years called Under the Graveyard on November 8th, 2019. This song was a booming ballad from his upcoming album, Ordinary Man. Metallica postponed their tour in Australia and New Zealand due to frontman James Hetfield's readmission into rehab and many, many more events from our favorite artists. But in the spirit of 2019 ending, we here at Fully Loaded Metal thought it would be appropriate to go back and look at music that came out of this year. So today, we are going to be ranking the top 10 metal albums of 2009. Starting at number 10 is The Great War by Sabaton. This is Sabaton's ninth studio album, which was released back in July of 2019. This album features 11 songs, including fan favorites such as The Red Baron, Great War, and Fields of Verdun. In celebration of their 20th anniversary, the Swedish ensemble focused their songwriting on a fitting, monumental conflict of World War I. This album depicts tales of valor, courage, sacrifice, all told for, at a full tilt speed. The Great War gives justice to one of mankind's darkest eras and one of the world's greatest events. My personal favorite from this album was uh, The Attack of Dead Men, which was written about the Battle of Ossovic, uh Fortress in 1915 where German Field Marshal Paul von Hindenburg ordered the bombardment of the fortress with an artillery barrage of chlorine gas to eradicate the 900 Russian defenders. After the bombardment, 7,000 German soldiers advanced upon the fortress, expecting little to no resistance, when 100 disfigured Russians, coughing up blood and pieces of their own lungs, surprised the Germans with a countercharge. The zombie-like Russians opened fire and attacked the Germans with affixed bayonets, causing mass panic and force the Germans to flee back into their own traps, inflicting more casualties. See, if that doesn't scream metal, I don't know what does. Um, this is a great album, and I have to say, it just gives you that Sabaton feel, and it's so iconic, and you can tell it's a Sabaton song right off the bat. It, as soon as it starts, every single song that they put out, because it just has that that warlike charging into battlefield and the bark of a uh, lead singer he just has this this drill sergeant bark that just echoes and i feel like this is such a great album and um it's not their best album that to come out from sabaton um i feel like this is a great album but they've done a lot better things in the past and coming in at number nine is Berserker by Amand Amarth. Berserker is Amand's 11th studio album and was produced by Jay Rustin and was released on May 3rd, 2019. This was the first album to feature Jock Walgren, who joined the band back in 2016. This album was very heavy and I, as I like to call them, Viking metal, mostly because they sing about Vikings and ship and war. But my personal favorite from this album has to be Crack the Sky and it's not, it's really hard to not headbang to. Like, as soon as the song comes on, you just feel the energy coming off of it and you just, yeah, you just start to like bob your head and then soon you're just like full on headbanging to it. 
Um, not only is this album heavy, but it is mixed very well and has some killer solos that you can only expect from Amanda Marth. Uh, another good single off of this album is Raven's Flight, which is, uh, I believe, the sixth track on there. Crack the Sky is the second. Um, I feel like all of these songs, um, it never lets you down on this album. Uh, this is a very great album by Amanda Marth. I would not say it's their best album, but it sure does fit into my top 10 for 2019. <laughs> and at number eight is Planetary Clairvoyance by Two Mold. Planetary Clairvoyance is Two Mold's third album and was released back in July of 2019. Two Mold is a death metal band from Toronto, Canada, and let me say, this band over the last couple years has been amazing. With this album, they bring a sci-fi feeling into their songs. Their hit songs on the record include Planetary Clairvoyance and Beg for Life. If you look at the lyrics for Planetary Clairvoyance, it talks about like poison and being defleshed and bone and vein, and it's, it's it's just awesome and it's dark and it's heavy as shit. This is the best that I believe they could have done on this album. Um, I'm glad to see that there is some Canadian bands out there putting out music. You don't see a lot of stuff coming from Canada, and I believe that one this band should be one of the bands to represent Canada as a country. Uh, when it comes to metal. So that's why I would put this at number eight because this is some of the heaviest shit I've seen in a while. And at number seven, we have Atonement by Killswitch Engage. Atonement is Killswitch's eighth studio album and was released in August of 2019. This album was speculated because of the frontman J Jesse Leach's throat surgery back in 2018. I also was very skeptical of this album for that very reason, but on Unleashed, the first track of the album, Jesse's Roar, showed us that throat surgery was not going to stop him in this album. This album features songs Unleashed, The Signal Fire, and I Am Broken 2. On I Am Broken 2, this song depicts Jesse's struggle with depression and the need to help others in with dealing with depression. And I have to say, this is a very good album by um, Killswitch Engage, but I feel like they put their best four songs at the beginning of the album and then kind of just switched on cruise control at towards the end, which is kind of a letdown because when I was listening to this album, the first four songs, I was so hyped up and I was like, wow, I cannot wait for what's going to be next. And I was kind of disappointed with um, the remaining tracks on the album because they just weren't of the same energy as the first four and that's why i would have to put this at number seven because though it is a great album they they this is very typical of kill switch engage that they put their best first and then towards the end it kind of trails off so i i can't say this is the the, the best album they put out but I would say that it is among the top two of what they've done. And coming in at number six is Incata Venomum by Opeth. Uh, Incata Venomum is Opeth's 13th studio album and was released in September of 2019. This album is special because they recorded two versions, one in English and one in Swedish, which is really amazing. And you don't see that a lot from bands. This album was the most diverse, uh, creative, and dramatic work, I believe, that we've seen from Opeth, and I would say this is my favorite album by Opeth. 
um david iceberg said that um for their albums they don't really follow a line or a script not it's not like hey we need to write only about this in this album he says that he he comes up with lyrics throughout his day whether that be in the car with his daughter at work um and he just kind of throws these crazy ideas together and he doesn't really know why he does what he does it's just the creative process that he has and that's why i think that this album is the most diverse thing we've seen from them because it's just a lot of different things happening in one album and i believe that is amazing and i believe this is opus best album that they've had it's my favorite but um not everyone thinks like or thinks that this is their best album but uh based off the fact that it's so diverse and that they reproduced two different versions of this one in english and one in swedish i believe that this is a lot of hard work done by opeth and i believe this deserves to be their best album Coming in number five is Death at Last by Cattle Decapitation. Uh, Death at Last is Cattle Decapitation's eighth studio album and was released in November of 2019. This is the first album we've seen from them in four years, and trust me, it was worth the wait. Frontman G- er, Travis Ryan says this album is about how we're an extremely destructive species. We're like flies on a carcass. It's an extremely sad and pessimistic record. And see, I would have to disagree with that, even though I'm not saying Travis Ryan is wrong in what he's saying. But through my perspective, I did not see this as a sad and pessimistic record. It might be pessimistic, but I feel like this is more of a shout at humanity or like calling humanity out on their bullshit kind of thing. Um, this is a great record. It's very heavy. It is. It is. It does have sad tones to it, but most of the time it's just really heavy metal. And I believe that it's not a, a sad record. It's not pessimistic. I feel like it's very, very angry and it it's trying to convey a point to the people who listen to it of what we're doing and how we're living our lives. It's it's very, very aggressive is what it is. Um, overall, this is a great record, though. I could not stop listening to it. It just sucks you in the lyrics and the riffs and the drumming. It sucks you into the songs and it, it makes you feel some some way about it. And that's why I have to put this at number five, because it just it hits me on a different emotional level than other records have. Coming in at number four is The Valley by Whitechapel. The Valley is Whitechapel's seventh studio album and was released in March of 2019. The Valley, in my opinion, was Whitechapel's most progressive, complex, and um, melodic album that we've seen from them. This record includes hit songs Brimstone, Hickory Creek, and We Are One. Vocalist Phil Bozeman says a lot of the lyrics are subject matter from his childhood experiences and some lyrics come straight from his mother's journal that outlined her own struggles in life. I would not call this their best album, but it shows how they've progressed from their earlier days in songwriting and riff writing. Um, I would say that this deserves to be at the number four spot on this list because of how deep into the emotions uh, Phil Bozeman and the rest of the bandmates got into 
to be able to create this album and i feel like this is just more heartfelt than anything else that i've seen from Whitechapel. and this album is a very very a good show of of struggle i feel like this this album depicts struggle very well through the lyrics and through his own experiences i feel like putting that personal touch on your music adds a little bit more value than just writing down lyrics about killing shit like this i feel they put a lot of work into being able to make this album so that's why i would put this at number four because it is a great album i've heard a lot of white or white chapel's music and this was some of the most touching stuff that i've heard from them and that's why it deserves to be in this spot Coming in at number three is Rammstein by Rammstein. The self-titled Rammstein is their seventh studio album and was released in May of 2019. This album received general acclaim by professional critics, giving it an 8.5 out of 10 across the board. Celebrating their 25th anniversary as a band, I believe they stepped it up a notch in this album by intensifying their previous electro-industrial metal style. Their hit song on the album, Deutschland, is a politically volatile song, which depicts their feelings of hot and cold towards living in Germany and conflicts within Germany. Um, it was talking about how they changed part of their national anthem to that of which of a fascist background of like what Germany had. Um, if I was living in a country that did that, I would also feel very conflicted on whether I would want to live there or not. To so I can definitely side with the band on that. I feel like they definitely did a a step up in this. And I really like the cover art for this album. I know it's so simple, but it's so deep within itself. The, the album shows a one singular match on a white background. And within, with my thoughts and feelings towards that, I believe what they're trying to say is it only takes one match to burn down the entire thing. Like it only takes one time that one match can do so much destruction. And I, I praise Rammstein for doing that. Rammstein on this album featured their infamous chugging of, if you just hear the chugging on the guitar and you, you kind of already know that it's a Rammstein song. As soon as you hear the synths, you're like, yep, that's definitely Rammstein. So this is a wonderful album and I believe it deserves to be at number three for all of these reasons. And coming in at number two is Fear Inoculum by Tool. And many people are going to be mad that I put this at number two and not number one, but I have my reasons. So stick around for those. Um, Fear Inoculum is Tool's fifth studio album and was released in August of 2019. This album was a very meditative and insanely complex album. Lead singer Maynard Keenan refuses to tell what this album is really about because he wants the listeners to find their own meanings in this album. But through the lyrics, it takes you through moments of reflecting on life, growing up and facing fears that you have, whether that be giving into the fear or no longer fearing whatever it is that you fear. I believe that this album is about time and growing older and becoming wiser, which 13 years has passed since the last album, so definitely a lot of time has passed, and it's a lot of time to grow up and become wiser. And since it's been 13 years since the last album, I, 
I definitely feel that it was worth the wait for this album. Um, this is their longest album with seven uh, full songs and three transition songs. Um, this album was an amazing way to think and to feel about what Tools put it out because if you look at it from a lyrical standpoint, it, it's very deep in the fact that they have realized that time has passed and that this is their their way of saying hey we're getting older we're getting wiser trying to inform the youth you know so i believe that fear inoculum deserves number two because number one is awesome all right stick around for that and the long-awaited number one, We Are Not Your Kind by Slipknot. We Are Not Your Kind is Slipknot's sixth studio album and was released in August of 2019. This album is number one on my list because of out of the 14 tracks on this record, there were so many hits. This album features Unsainted, Narrow Fort, and Solway Firth. This album was like a roller coaster ride of emotions because this album picked you up, threw you down, made you angry, made you sad. Um, Corey Taylor and the gang did a great job on this album. I feel like Slipknot has moved in a more melodic direction than it has in the past. And I feel like Corey Taylor is is starting to bleed Slipknot into his Stone Sour kind of writing. Because with Stone Sour, he wanted a softer, more heartfelt like music style. And with Slipknot, he wanted something to unleash the animal. And they talk about wearing masks and how the masks lets them release this pent-up animal from inside them. I feel like this album definitely was Corey trying to mix both of them, and they did an amazing job on that, honestly. I can tell that Sid had a lot more to do on this album with DJing and scratching. I definitely heard that a lot more in the songs, and I loved it. My favorite song on this album has to be Narrow Forte. Uh, when he said, a home like yours is upside down, man, that really hit me. I love that lyric. I love that line. Um, it gets stuck in my head so easily and I can find myself saying it throughout the day over and over and over. I believe that Solway Firth was an excellent way to end this album strong. I believe from like here on out from this album, Slipknot will definitely be taking their music in a different direction. And I'm so very excited to see what will come from them in the future. I love this band. I love all of their albums. This is not my favorite album by them, but I I believe this is my second favorite album from them. My first is their first album, which released in 1998. Second favorite has to be this album. Third favorite, probably Iowa. They have a lot of big hits. I love Slipknot, and I'm not surprised that they were number one on my list. It's it's not a personal thing. It was just this was an amazing album compared to the albums of 2019. This one was a breakout hit. Can't you can't forget about All Out Life. That one was not released with any album. That was just a single that they released in preparation of this. That was a great album. The video for that love the video for that um having the prisoners in the in the bus and having the blood coming out of the ceiling on them it was a it was such a visual um it, it was so stimulating visually and even the video for Nero Forte whoo that was a that was a trippy video honestly all of the videos for um we are not your kind was pretty trippy and uh I have to say this is a great album, and Slipknot does deserve to be number one 
um, album of 2019 and maybe I, I wouldn't say number one of the decade, but definitely 2019. So that was my list. Yeah, I love me some Slipknot. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, this has been Top 10 Albums of 2019. This was a great first episode for Fully Loaded Metal. I'm Megan, your host, uh, or Meg's the Metalhead on Instagram. Go follow me. If you're mad at me about uh, not putting Fear Inoculum at number one, go on my Instagram shit post about me. I totally understand. I'd be mad too. But this has been a great episode. I have loved doing this, putting together a top 10 list of albums of 2019, ending out the year right. So follow me on Instagram. We'll be posting about when we're putting out a new podcast on the team. We'll be making an Instagram for the podcast. Uh, follow us on there. I, I love doing this. So uh, there'll be more podcasts about metal-related things because you know what? We're fully loaded metal, right? Uh, we love some metal here. So uh, have a great day, guys. And thank you for sticking around.